Hey babes, welcome to another episode of Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak, hosted by yours truly, Alexander Eva May. On this show, we get real about healing after heartbreak and thriving on the other side. Before I get into this episode, which I recorded a while back, I want to apologize for no episodes for this. It's almost been a month. I have had one hell of a month. Just giving you a little context into my life. I dislocated my shoulder and then I believe it was two or three weeks later, I had ridiculously awful food poisoning. And then a week later, I got a positive test for the Rona. I had COVID. Uh, I am just coming out of it, to be honest. Um, My partner who I live with also tested positive for COVID. My little baby son, who's the cutest little guy in the world, was very sick and we didn't take him for a test. We isolated him, but likely he had COVID too. It was just a COVID house over here. It was no fun. So I have had one hell of a month and between the shoulder and the food poisoning and then the COVID, it just shut down everything. And so I do apologize for not putting an episode out in the last uh, few weeks. But that just gives you an idea of what's been going on with me. It's been, it's not been fun. Uh, So I thank you for being patient and for coming back for another episode. Uh, And I can't wait for you to hear this one. Like I said, it was recorded a while back and I just, I hope you enjoy. Welcome back for another episode of the Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak podcast. I am stoked that you're with me again, listening to another episode, or maybe this is your first episode. Who knows? Uh, But thanks for joining us on the show. I've connected with you guys. I've been connecting with listeners um, through Instagram, and that's so amazing. I love connecting with you guys. Uh, It's really cool to hear that this show is helping people. I love that. That's the point of the show. That's why I'm releasing it. Uh, That's why some episodes are interviews and some episodes are just me talking to you, giving you ideas of how you can heal after your heartbreak, um, what you can do if you are suffering. So that's really cool. Uh, One thing I'd like to do on this show moving forward is having a segment where I answer your questions. So if you are wondering something about how to get over something or how to deal with something, maybe you've got I don't know, maybe your ex is playing games with your mind, or maybe your ex did something to you and you can't quite process it. Maybe you are suffering through something right now in your heartbreak and you just kind of want some insight. You got a question. Um, Maybe you are about to date and you have questions about that. Like, who knows? I don't know. You might have questions about a variety of things. I would love to do a question segment on the show. So if you have a question, please find me on Instagram at the Alexander Eva May. Uh, and send me the question there in my DMs. Or you can find the show on Instagram. I believe it's at Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak. I don't think the word podcast is in there, but it might be. <laughs> Anyways, they're both linked down below. You can find either account on Instagram and send a message either way. Or you can head over to my website at uh, www.alexanderevamay.com or it's also thesplendidpath.com. It kind of works under two domain names hit me up there. Uh, There is a contact form. You can just fill out a message to come straight to my email. And I'd love to uh, put your question on the show. And if you include your name, like your first name, I'll give you a little shout out or you can include your full name if you want. Who knows? Whatever you want. (laughs) I'll give you a little shout out on the show and answer your question. And you would be surprised how many people would probably benefit from hearing your question and from hearing the answer to it. Uh, a lot of people struggle through the same thing. So yeah, please, if you got a question, reach out, send it my way, and I'd love to discuss it <laughs> Discuss it on the show. 
This episode today is discussing something that I would imagine like a hundred percent of people after a breakup deal with. Maybe not a hundred percent. Maybe it's it's a bad thing to say a hundred percent about anything. Maybe that's like, you know, there's probably always some people that don't, but a lot of people, let's just put it that way, um, dealing with loneliness, coping with that. A big reason is because a lot of your time was spent with your ex before. I mean, maybe if your relationship was really toxic, maybe the last five or six months, you haven't spent much time together. Maybe you've been like, get away from me. (laughs) But then you're probably not even listening to this episode because you're not lonely. Maybe you're really excited that you're all of a sudden single. I don't know. But if you had a, in your mind, good relationship or you are heartbroken right now, a big part of that might be dealing with loneliness. First of all, if you're coping with loneliness, please know that's normal. Like I said, I said 100%, but just know it's normal after a breakup, um, if you're going through a divorce. It is normal to feel really lonely, not just when you're alone in your house or your apartment or whatever, but like when you're surrounded by people. I remember when I was going through my heartbreak, I would be at work surrounded by uh, like coworkers and all sorts of people and I would feel so lonely or even like at like going out with my friends at the bar or something. And even though I'm there with my best friends, I would still feel lonely like some of the time, not all the time, but sometimes I'd feel lonely still. So know that if you're feeling lonely in those moments when there's all these people around you, like that's not weird. That's totally normal. And it's okay. It's not just that you're coping with a broken heart right now and you're feeling a lot of pain, but you're also adjusting to this this new way of existing in life. You had just been in a relationship. And if you're listening to the show, I'm going to argue it's probably significant relationship, one that maybe you were like super in love or thought it was a love of your life. And so you were just in this really committed, this deep relationship and you spent so much time with this other person and you maybe thought this other person was going to be around forever. And so you had that idea in your head and a lot of your life revolved around being in like a couple and a lot of your time was spent with this other person. So even though obviously a relationship isn't our identity, there's a very real possibility that a lot of your identity was wrapped up in being like the second p- not the second part, the other half, (laughs) the other half of a relationship. And so now all of a sudden that half is gone. That person is gone. That person that you watch your favorite Netflix show with on the couch every night is gone. The person that you like go out with like your group of friends, they're gone. Like all of a sudden, and the person person that sleeps next to you, all of a sudden your bed is empty and it's just like you and maybe your dog or something. (laughs) But like this person that was a big part of your life is gone. And even if like, even if the relationship got real shitty and your ex is an asshole or whatever, you he was still around. He was still in the picture. He was like doing his thing in the apartment or whatever. He was still there. And so all of a sudden that person is just gone and you have to sort out you know, that feeling of loss of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And a big part of that is feeling lonely because you went from two two to one. Like now it's just you, right? You have to figure out how to occupy your time. You have to figure out like what you're going to cook. You have to figure out all of the things and it's all on you. And maybe like, maybe you even 
even had finances wrapped up together and you like, you know, maybe you paid the mortgage together and you have to figure that out. And so there's like all these things you have to do now on your own. You have to figure out how to like fill your time, like I mentioned, and that can make you feel really lonely. And you could be feeling really lonely too because maybe all the people in your life are in relationships or are married or whatever. And that can really be hard as well if you were kind of in this group setting where everybody's in it like a couple and now you are just single and you're trying to like sort it out. So it it's really hard and it, you can feel lonely a lot of the time. Uh, and that's just normal. In a prior episode, I talked about shame. I talked about shame after a breakup or a divorce. I talked about uh, how it can impact you and how to deal with it. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to go and listen to it after this one. It, um, it might give you some ideas if you're dealing with shame. In the episode, I'm pretty sure I said, and if I didn't say it, I'm going to say it now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that shame will thrive off secrecy. So it will thrive off you like kind of holding your shame in and not sharing it with anybody. You'll just feel more and more shame when you're alone. It's the same thing kind of with loneliness. It's very similar. The more you safeguard your loneliness, the lonelier you feel. So what I mean by that, if you are feeling lonely and you're not telling anybody, you'll just feel more alone. Uh, If you decide that I'm tough, I can deal with this all by myself, it might make you just feel more alone. I first of all want you to know, girl, like you are not alone. (laughs) At the very least, at the very least, you got me. I know I'm like speaking to you through a mic and through a podcast and we might not have met personally, but like you got me. Uh, You're not alone. At the very least, there's another person out there who has suffered through like insufferable loneliness. Like I cannot explain how lonely I was after my heartbreak. So you're not alone. Okay. So at the very least, you got me. But this kind of idea of loneliness thrives in secrecy, it's going to lead me to my first strategy. If you are feeling lonely, you need to tell someone and you don't got to tell everybody. Just find someone. It could be your best friend. Text her, be like, dude, I feel lonely. I need you here. Can you come over? I'm feeling so lonely. Or can we like do something? So tell someone if it's not your best friend or like you could open up to your mom or your sister or you could open up, you know, even to like a colleague. Maybe you have a work best friend at work that, you know, work best friends are funny because you're best friends at work, but you never see each other outside of work. It's like this really exclusive, weird relationship. And if either of you switch jobs, you might never talk again, but maybe you got that work best friend and maybe they are your friend outside of work, but you tell your work best friend or like even a colleague, even someone you're not that great of friends with, but maybe you make small talk and maybe you just tell them one day, hey, like I'm really lonely. Uh, and then maybe they'll suggest like, let's grab a drink after work or lunch or coffee or something. Or you could, if you feel like you actually have nobody, because I know sometimes after heartbreak, you can look through your contacts on your phone and realize, hey, I don't actually have anybody that I want to talk to. You know, all our circumstances are different. I don't know your circumstance specifically, but if you feel like you have nobody to share that you're feeling lonely, talk to, talk to a therapist. Honestly, like um, if you feel like you can't do that in person, there's great therapy options um, over Zoom or like online. A lot of therapists have that set up now because of the pandemic. So even a therapist might really help. You just got to get it off your chest how you're feeling. So that's tip number one. Now you might be thinking, I don't think I can even do that. 
Again, this show is all about accepting everybody's circumstances and it's a it's a spectrum, right? Some people can cope real well, some people can't. Like I was on a show recently, a podcast, and the the host was talking about going to therapy and that's great, like that's amazing and I just talked about it, but like sometimes that can be even really hard for some people. Just the act of contacting, a th- even searching for a therapist can be too overwhelming for some people or like if you've searched and made the appointment, even like getting in the car and getting there. And so I get it. Some of this stuff can, when you're in a really bad place, can be very overwhelming. Another way to get loneliness off your chest is journaling. This is good for people that feel like they can talk to someone. It's good, you know, in addition to talking talking to someone to journal as well. But this is also for the people that are like, no, I don't want to tell anybody. Then at the very least, you need to journal. It really helped me during my heartbreak. Journaling, it was tremendously helpful. Just the act of putting my thoughts and feelings to paper, it helped me release some of my loneliness. And to be honest, like, did I feel totally healed and not lonely after? Not necessarily, but it always helped me feel somewhat better. And that was good enough in that moment. So with journaling, I mean, I, I'm, you're not stupid. You know, <laughs> you don't got to journal. Do it in a book. Do it on your phone. I mean, you could even do it on like an Instagram account. Start a second Instagram account. Uh, you don't need to post your photo or whatever. Just like find memes or post whatever. And in the captions, you can journal about how you're feeling that day. And maybe you make connections that way and you can start chatting with people. That's what happened to me. I had a, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show yet, but I had an Instagram account way, way, way back when, which was different. No name, no face, nothing. And I connected with people and I still chat with them every once in a while online. And like they were so helpful, like just having those people to talk to, you know, on like that Friday night at midnight when you're like had too many glasses of wine and you're like, I'm going to be alone forever. And you're in that lonely place. And I promise you, I'm not making fun of it. If anyone, like that's me imitating me, like who I was back then and who I, you know, we all cry sometimes at midnight, whatever. But um, if you're in that place, even, you know, maybe you don't. Yeah. Some of us, we don't want to reveal our loneliness and maybe like to our people and maybe even writing in a journal is like, you don't want to do that. So yeah, like get online, like start a blog, start an Instagram. And that's one way you can get it off your heart as well. And you'd be surprised who you connect with and that can make you feel less lonely. Another thing that can help you not only feel less lonely, but improve your mental health, improve your happiness, improve you even your mental cognition is getting active. It could look like going to the gym and working out. It could look like going to yoga. It could look like uh, doing a workout class. It could look like even just going outside and going for a walk. Um, Physical activity is, you know, it's stressed a lot, right? Like um, for health, which is yes. But I don't think we talk nearly enough how imperative, is that the right word imperative? (laughs) I don't know, how important physical activity is for our mental health and our wellness. It's not just about like keeping the heart healthy and keeping the lungs healthy and maybe making yourself feel better about your body and feeling fit or whatever. It is so impactful on mental health. When you go get active, it it releases happy chemicals. So right away, you're going to feel happier. You're going to feel better. And that elevated mood, that happy kick to your mood might just help you feel like a little bit better about the loneliness. It might take its place in loneliness. So right away, you're just going to feel happier. 
number two, why getting active is so good when you're getting active, depending on the scenario, but you can like just like plug in a funny podcast, maybe plug in this podcast, (laughs) turn on some like feel good music, turn something on your phone and zone out and it might take you away from feeling lonely. So I'm going to shout out a show right now, which I would love to listen to um, when I was feeling kind of low is Caller Daddy. I'm sure people listening have heard that show. And, you know, I don't know your opinion on the show, but I loved it because the girls at the time, it was the two of them, they made me laugh. And even now I'll listen to episodes and she still makes me laugh, the host and stuff and the guests. And it's just interesting to me or other shows. But you know, I would turn on a show like that, make me laugh while I was working out. And it just, and and then the, the chemicals, the feel-good chemicals, I just walked away feeling better. And so let's say you're not going to the gym and you can't have the phone on. Maybe you go to yoga. Okay, yoga. Let's use yoga, for example. You can't use your, your, uh, your podcast and yoga, but when led correctly, and it usually is by the instructor, yoga does an amazing job of like taking your mind off the shit and putting your mind in a place of just feeling present, listening to your heart, uh, feeling yourself breathe, thinking about your breath. That's it. And it takes your mind off all this crap that's going on. It takes your mind off those thoughts of like loneliness and it puts your mind in a place of like appreciation for what your body can do, gratitude that you're even breathing. And again, you're moving your body, which will release the happy chemicals. So you will walk away from yoga feeling better. So even something like yoga and even as small as like getting outside, it's crazy how your mood can change when you're outside in nature, just like going for a walk. It can, again, release those happy chemicals, but also maybe you see people in the neighborhood and you say hello and you have a little conversation or maybe you have a different perspective. And I find when I go in nature, I really have my perspective changes. Like I see how maybe insignificant my issues are because like the world is such a massive place. And it for me, at least I'm not saying for you, but like for me, it really puts things into perspective. Like there's this big wide open world and I know I'm heartbroken and I have this pain but like look look at outside it's so beautiful and like this is just a day and there are so many other days ahead so getting outside really helps me for that reason and also just for like fitness now with the fitness thing too if you do a class or you go to a gym or you uh, go to yoga you're automatically going to be surrounded by other people so not only is it <laughs> the happy chemicals again, and you can zone out with a podcast, but you're also surrounded by a bunch of people. Now for you, that might make you feel even lonelier, but for a lot of people that actually makes them feel like, oh my God, there's people here. Great. I don't feel quite as lonely. I'm not sitting alone in my room crying like I'm here at the gym. I see other people. Maybe you check out some hot guys like <laughs> the gym like that's your jam. Um, I don't know, or hot girls, whatever. It just puts you in a place where other people are around and that can help in those moments. The next thing I'm going to suggest, which is not anything new, is turn to your people, turn to your tribe, make plans, get together, get your girlfriends out, go out for a night out, Um, maybe you plan every week. Like I would almost suggest if you can having like a standing date every week that you guys are doing something, maybe it's bachelor night, like you get your girlfriends together at your place or or, I don't know, a bar, maybe they show the bachelor (laughs) or someone else's place every Monday and you guys watch the bachelor and have some wine and maybe that's your thing. Or maybe it's like every Wednesday you guys go for dinner or if you can't do the standing date, then like plan like twice a month at least. Like let's go out for a night or let's go do the thing, go to the gallery together, or whatever it is, whatever you like doing, do it. 
for me and I know for a lot of women, spending time with our girlfriends or our good friends is so good for the soul. Females in general, and I'm not saying every female, but a lot of women, we really thrive off like social interactions and social contact. And I don't know about you, but when I've had a good girls night with my girlfriends, I just like, oh my God, it's like, it's food for the soul. It just makes me feel so good. I have an amazing group of girlfriends, so that helps. But those nights with your friends can turn you from a lonely person (laughs) to a person that feels like you have a full life. Friends can really just shift everything. And even now, and I'm not feeling lonely at all, but even now when I have a a time with my friends, an afternoon or night out or whatever, night in, (laughs) that girl time, like it just, it, it, it adds to my life. It makes my life so much better. So I would suggest like for sure, you got to start making time with the people that you love, that love you. If you've got toxic friends in your life, and I'm not going to get into who could be toxic, but if you got some toxic, you don't need to spend time with them. You don't need to spend time with any people that are manipulative, that are narcissists, that are make it about them, that are selfish or whatever. And maybe you've been lucky. Maybe you haven't had bad friends in your life, which is amazing. But maybe you're one of those people that can relate to what I'm saying right now. Maybe you've had that person. I'm going to use an example like a Sandra. I'll just use Sandra as the name. You're like, oh yeah, I know. Like I used to hang out with Sandra and she was like, she made everything about herself. She was really sarcastic, kind of condescending. She kind of put me down, you know, when we were going out and men might be flirting with us and she put me down to make herself seem better to the guys. And that's just like a weird thing that some women do (laughs) or just put you down in general. Maybe it had nothing to do with men or whatever. Or maybe that person's in your life right now. Like it's very possible. So if you've got a friend like that, that is not who you should be hanging out with because they might just make you feel worse and more lonely. You got to turn to those good people and you know who those people are. So I want you right now, text them (laughs) after this episode, give them a text and uh, say like, when can we hang out? And it doesn't have, maybe, maybe you even want to do like a, a road trip, plan a girl's weekend. Sometimes our friends are the worst at planning. Nobody takes the initiative. So you take the initiative. You've got this extra time now. Your ex ain't around. You got extra time. Plan the weekend. Book the hotel and say, hey, I booked the hotel. We're going. Let's go. <laughs> or you, you ask him first what date works. But a weekend away with friends is so healing. Now, I do want to acknowledge that sometimes even when you're spending time with your friends, you can feel isolated because you could feel like no one truly understands what you're going through or what you've experienced. I remember at the time of my heartbreak, I believe that my friends and family just didn't have a full understanding of what I went through because they didn't live it, right? Like the only person that would understand that is me. And for me, sometimes that's when actually I did feel lonely, uh, when I felt like others just didn't understand my experience. And I could feel like the loneliest person on the planet. So if this kind of feels like something that resonates with you, I want you to know that realistically, no one will ever truly 100% understand what you've been through and what you've experienced. People can empathize, but no one truly knows or comprehends your entire story. No one's inside your head, thinking what you think, feeling what you feel. However, if you turn to your people and you allow people in and tell them what you're going through, there may be people that surprise you in their degree of support and understanding. And you may even realize, hey, I'm not nearly as alone as I thought I was. The last thing I'm going to suggest in this episode is to explore a passion, a hobby, a side hustle, Whatever is calling to your brain, to your spirit, to your heart, explore that thing. 
Uh, some of you might be yeah starting like a business. Some of you might be writing, blogging. Um, some of you might be art, a sport. I don't know. Whatever your thing is, do the thing. And maybe you've always done the thing, but now you have a lot more time. You can do the thing more. <laughs> or maybe you've never done the thing, but it's always interested you. Get into it. Just start. That's what um, I think Tony Robbins has a quote about just starting. Sometimes it's the hardest thing, but just start. Just get going. Even if you feel like you suck at it, <laughs> who cares? Just start. There was this Instagram account I found with this girl. She taught herself how to paint during the pandemic because she was isolated and alone for like four months. Like she didn't see anybody. And so she really explored her artistic endeavors. She taught herself how to paint and now she sells her stuff and she makes a decent side hustle. There was another girl I found on TikTok and she again, during the pandemic, explored all these avenues of artistic stuff. Like she was painting, she was drawing, she was, I think, creating music, but she also wanted to do a photo shoot, like photography. And so she did this kind of like artsy photo shoot. She ended up doing like a little quick little TikTok. It went viral. And now that's her whole business is she flies across the country and does photo shoots and she works with big brands. This was all during the pandemic because they were lonely. (laughs) And so they did this thing and it changed their life. And I'm not saying that your life will change from your hobby, but if you start a hobby, you find something that you can fill your time up with instead of like feeling sad watching rom-com, rom romantic comedies and crying. That's what I'm trying to say. Instead, you might invest your time in this thing that you're starting and who knows where it will lead. So for me, for example, I felt really lonely. I started the Instagram, like I said, and then I started blogging and that led me to writing a fucking book. And it also led me to creating this podcast and it led me to connecting with thousands of people around the world. None of this would have happened if I didn't just start, if I didn't just say, hey, like, why not? When I started my blog, I didn't think I was any good at writing. I had no idea. I was just like, I want to blog. And I did it. And I learned, like, I learned how to build a website. I learned how to code a little bit. I Like, I learned a lot of those skills as well. I learned about online marketing. I learned a crazy amount of stuff just from, like, doing something that interested me and it led me to a path of income and it led me to a side hustle and it led me to like all these opportunities. When I started, I had no idea what was going to happen. And I found when I was blogging back when it gave me something to fill up my time, but it also gave me like purpose. I didn't feel so lost and lonely anymore because it's like, no, I have this thing now. I've got this blog. I got to figure out how to do this thing tonight when I'm home after work. I've got to code. I've got to start out my website. I got to write this post. I got to edit. I got to connect with this person. And all of a sudden, my time was all of a sudden, all of a sudden, said that like three times. It was filled up with all these things and I had less room in my life for loneliness. So for you, I want you to find your thing and do your thing. And even if it's just once a week, even if it's just that uh, painting class that you join, once a week or even if uh, another thing you just paint at home like you don't have to join a class or join something maybe you just go to the dollar store buy yourself an easel buy yourself some dollar store paints buy yourself some paintbrushes and decide Tuesday night is going to be my night to paint and you're just going to create and even if it's just for you all these things should just be for you so there's no expectation to do anything with that painting like you can literally throw it out after if you want but just the act of kind of like Getting involved in something that brings you passion and purpose can really help with loneliness. Beyond that, if it leads to connections with other people, other people that are involved in whatever this passion is, like other people that are into writing or or painting or whatever it is, you know, those are future relationships that you could establish and make and connections you can make that can make you feel less lonely as well. 
last thing I'm going to mention that I probably have mentioned already on the podcast is if you are feeling lonely, one of the best things for your soul right now is service. Put yourself in a position of service. Help others in some capacity, whatever that might look like, volunteering, helping out at um, a center, becoming a big brother, big sister, whatever it looks like. Get out and give of yourself and give service in some capacity. It's crazy how service can just change everything. You can go from feeling like a lonely sack of shit, <laughs> sorry, but like feeling so lonely to feeling on top of the world because you're like, wow, I did that. I helped that person tonight. I made them smile. I was the reason they smiled and I feel so good about that. Or wow, like if you're a big sister, like, oh my God, that little sister, that relationship you develop with that little person, it will change your life, right? Or like, wow, like I helped that person with whatever they needed help with. And service and giving, it just, it can make you feel on top of the world and it can fill up that space in your heart that's just full of this loneliness and it can fill it with like joy and purpose and make you feel amazing. So if you haven't yet um, looked into service, just like type into your phone, your city and volunteering opportunities or whatever. And there's probably a lot available. People are always looking for people to help out. It can totally change everything. And again, this is another thing that can totally shift your life completely. You have no idea where that could lead, the opportunities, or just like the doors that can open or just how things can change. And even if nothing changes, it's just like an amazing thing to do to fill you up when you're feeling really low. Dudes and dudettes. That's what I used to call when I was a kid, dudettes. Um, anyways, babes, that is it for today. I hope that this episode helped you feel a little bit less lonely. And if it didn't, <laughs> I hope at least it gave you some ideas that you can use in your life to, to help you feel a little less lonely. If you enjoyed the episode or if you are enjoying the show in any capacity and you want to support the show at all, go buy a copy of my book, Her Awakening on Amazon. Uh, the full title is Her Awakening, One Woman's Journey to Healing After Divorce. Anytime uh, someone buys a copy of the book, I get a tiny bit of money, very small amount, but a little bit of money. And that little bit of money really helps support uh, this show and helps support um, me continuing to put out episodes. I want to keep putting out episodes and I want to keep having guests on the show. So any support that you can offer is amazing. As well, if you're like, I don't give a fuck, I don't want to help support your show, <laughs> I do not care. The book might just help you feel better if you're going through heartbreak because it's just like filled with my entire healing journey of how I went from like broken and depressed and suicidal like that whole mental health stuff is in the book it, it goes from like feeling in that place to feeling like I am ready to take on the world I am amazing I'm so excited for my life it's like that whole journey that healing journey and it's also filled with strategies of how you can deal with everything that you're dealing with during your heartbreak so yeah if you don't want to support the show but you just want something to read to help you feel better grab my book. Uh, it's on Amazon. There's also a link in my Instagram bio and you can pick it up that way too. And if you don't want to head to Instagram, there is a link right below in the show notes. Uh, just click it, Alexander's book, and it'll take you and you can pick it up. Lastly, if you are liking the show, please rate the show five stars. <laughs> please uh, leave a review, uh, subscribe, 
uh, share it on social media. All these things help other people find the show. Every time you rate the show or add a review, I think it bumps it up in like the analytics with um, or the algorithm or whatever, <laughs> like Apple iTunes. And you know, you know the way that people find shows. It's those first few shows when they type in a word, they're going to click the first few that they find. They're not going to really scroll down. So any way that you can help it, it bumps it up. Um, go in, do the rating, do the review and subscribe. That helps with the algorithm. And it also makes sure that you are always notified when a new episode comes out because this isn't a weekly show and you might miss it. You get busy. So by subscribing, it tells you, hey, a new episode has dropped and um, we drop every other week on Tuesdays. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the show. I love that you're here with us. If it wasn't mentioned in the episode, you can connect with me on Instagram at the Alexander Eva May. It is linked below in the show notes. And thank you for being here. Go have a beautiful week and catch you next time.